we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We're not dressed for this. I don't need to ever bring you guys around me like Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. My name is Eddie Estrada, and as always, for Roni Recaps, I have my co-host, Armin. Armin, what is up? Get me my coffee! Okay, Countess Lou, like, seriously. I really do need coffee, though, Eddie. I, Get I just me my coffee! Some. I just, that's why I'm a little <laughs> bit wired right now. You can tell when I've had my cold brew, because I'm like, so it's you already had your coffee and I don't get to have coffee. Well, I did it myself. I wasn't waiting for Tej to get it for me. By the way, did you read the thing about Tej? No, where I he didn't. Had, he had to post on his Facebook. So he was actually a PA, an on-camera PA for the show. He didn't actually work for the hotel because people were confused because he hosts a radio sh- or not a radio show, a TV morning show in like somewhere in the Midwest now or like Kentucky or something. And... He was like, yeah, you guys see me on like this morning show and then you see me on Real Housewives working at this like house in Miami. And he's like, like I was an on-screen PA. So uh, he had to like reveal himself. But sort of like disguise that someone as someone who was, was working, working at the, the house. house. Yeah, all, right. all of the people working at the house were, were PAs. PAs. So the guy who had to... Ha- oh, that's actually clever by production, by the way. I mean, it's smart. I mean, it's easy. Dual roles. Yeah, I mean, you're going to be doing the work anyways, assisting these women with, you know, unloading, like, the clothes and, like, getting them drinks and stuff. I mean, that's what PAs do. You run, you're you basically runners. Right. And, I mean, you just have to sign a waiver to be on camera. So, Tej now has made his big break. I love it. <laughs> so, Sonia probably had a relationship with Tej prior. Prior. That's exactly what That's I was thinking. so funny. Oh, my so, gosh. So, like, they probably were all very comfortable with these people yeah. already. Right. And that's why maybe it wasn't as, you know, bad Egregious they as it appeared. Exactly. Right, right, right. Okay, fair. But as we know... Shout like, out Tej. Shout out Tej. But these ladies were drunk off their kazoos yes. on last week's episode. And this week, it started right where it left off with Bethany screaming, go to sleep, and Sonia literally going to sleep. Almost. Very well, close. She, she, like, fell hard. Yeah. I was nervous, Did too, you see the bump on her head? Well, I think that was just her vein. <laughs> Still. It was bulging. It was bulging. It, that's not typical for Sonia. No, I'm it's saying. not. You don't see that on her forehead. No. She usually has perfect, like, flawless. So something no. happened there. Well, she just hit her head. Maybe there was some blood rushing, but... I'm the same way as Bethany where I'm like, okay, call the ambulance. I don't know if you've ever been out with me, but I've like hit my head before. Well, one time I was in. What do you mean you don't know if I've ever been out no, with No, no. When I've done this. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm not sure. I like one time recently I was in like San Francisco and I was out with my friend Ryan Card and some other people and I like jumped up dancing and there was like a bar and I hit my head on the bar uh-huh. hard and I was like, every like 15 minutes, I was like, check my pupils, make sure they're like the same size. Cause I'm nervous right. that like I have like a concussion or sure. like internal bleeding. Like I am the biggest like hypochondriac when it comes to body injuries. Like I'm like, this is the end. Well, better to be safe than sorry, better to be cautious. That's why I actually appreciated Bethany kind of going into mom mode, parent mode, and looking out for Sonia. And then you have. 
Tinsley and Ramona. Tinsley's like, are we still going out? Like, I yeah, and Ramona party. like wants to stay with Sonia, and I'm like, no, bitch. You wanted, to, you were the first one that wanted to go out. I'm such a Tinsley. Like, if you tell me we're going out, get your ass out of bed and go out. Like, there's no other way. And also, Ramona had like the most vintage Ramona line when she goes, "I got in a car accident and I didn't even go for an MRI." And it's like, Ramona, this isn't about you. This is not about you and your car accident. You just saw your friend hit their head on a ledge. Let her let her be. Like this isn't about you. Don't compare yourself to Sonia right now. But that's, that's just so Ramona. Like let's be real. Um but and Sonia I, was so Sonia. But I was dying at Sonia because she's like, "Oh my god, these guys are so hot." And she was like, and Bethany was like, "Well, they are really hot. Like we we're not doing that fact." And she's like, "Check up on my friend Bethany too." I was like dying. I was like, "I that'd be me and be like, "Check up on me and her too." She's like, "I want to kiss you. You have a great ass. Like I want to sleep with you, Bethany." But this is a Sonia thing regardless of whether she hits her head. This is just like a drunk Sonia thing. Yeah, she was totally fine. Like they did the checkup, but I also did think it was really smart of Bethany to ask them if they ever thought if they thought she was on anything because there is this rumor that like this zany behavior that she has is because she's on pills or doing drugs and literally they're like she's on nothing her pupils don't indicate that she's had any kind of other substances right. behind alcohol which means this is total BS out of Luann deflecting off of her own bullshit which we'll get further into later in this episode because I have I'm so done with Luann. It's not even funny. And on if you guys listen to Twib or This Week in Bravo, I'm going to go off because it was rumored that now she's asking for like $3.5 million. Save that for This Week in Bravo, which is going to be on Patreon only this week. Just, that's a teaser. This woman is delusional. But that's why she is great reality TV. But we'll talk about it. We'll save that. Eddie, before we move on, who's the president? Uh, Clinton. <laughs> that was great. Um, then we get Tinsley and Ramona at the bar because, you know, they couldn't be bothered to stay back and check on their friend and make sure their friend is okay. I mean, she was fine. I would have gone out too. <laughs> I would not have. I would so be Bethany holding Sonia, making sure she's okay. I've literally like put friends to bed at parties that I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, still like, I'm like, I'm still good to go. Did they just like crash their head onto like a really hard surface? The paramedics came. They said, she's fine. Just put her in bed. I'd be like, all right. Another friend is there. As if Ramona and Tinsley stayed to see what the paramedics had to say. Well, Bethany relieved them of their duty. They were fine. (laughs) Sonny was fine. (laughs) So they go to the bar. And of course, it becomes all about Scott. Eddie, I am so tired of hearing about Scott. And I know you and Scott, you have your whole history. And you I have a Coupon history with Cabin. Scott. The fact that Didn't I went you to... make the pilgrimage out to Coupon Cabin? I didn't make the pilgrimage directly You made the pilgrimage there. out to Coupon Cabin. <laughs> it just happened to be next to the um, place I was having brunch. It was just fate brought me to Coupon Cabin. Don't lie to the listeners. You went to Chicago specifically to stand outside of Coupon Cabin for. I would minutes. like do like a like a. I want to do like housewives trips. Like I want to go to Atlanta and hit the hot spots. I yes. want to go to Dallas and go to the Roundup. I want to, <laughs> like, I want to do these things. Like I happen to be lucky enough to go to Coupon Cabin, you know, in Chicago, which is you know New York adjacent <laughs> by a couple states. Rony um, adjacent. Yeah, exactly. Um, very adjacent but anyway Tinsley makes this all about Scott because 
Miami holds a special place in her heart when it comes to her relationship with Scott. I don't know. I think this storyline is tired. I'm not sure how authentic it is. Their relationship wasn't that good, which actually gets brought up later in this episode. But um, it's it's still getting over someone you've dated for a very long time, and she's going to have those feelings. She was attached. A very long time? It was like they were off and on for like a year and a half. That's not that long. That's a long time. On and off? Like they were probably on for the for a total you of like five what? months. You know what? <laughs> for some of us, that's long, okay? I don't think that's, that's a, that's That's really put it in the time. Five months? It was like a year and a half. I'm counting the on portion. I mean, you have to count the entire timeline. They didn't even live in the same city. So they went to matter. Miami twice. It doesn't matter. They went love to Miami love. twice. I'm sure Tinsley's been to Miami like 12 times as many times as she's been there with Scott. Well, I mean, she did used to live in West Palm Beach. Exactly. Well, that happens. Ramona makes an excellent point, actually. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Like Patty Stinger says, use a pair and a spare. You got your two in the front and your back burner, bro. <laughs> it's the only way to do it. Has Ramona ever visited Patty? No, but Sonia has. Ramona probably heard from Sonia. The great Probably. Advice. Yep. So we get to the next morning, right? Yes. And of course, Countess Luann wakes up on her throne and is like, where's my coffee? I have to, where, do I, where can I get the coffee? Who's going to give me my get coffee? Get me my coffee. It's like, get it yourself. Yeah. Like when I heard that, I was literally like, did she know she was miked? Did she understand that she was oh, she knew. being this literal diva? Entitled Lou. It's okay. And this is what I want to say. I know you're like, oh, it's what makes great, great reality TV. And it does when she does it in moderation. It Now it has become so overblown that it's almost becoming unbearable to watch for me. Like she's hard to watch because I'm like, okay, first of all, you're lying about your sobriety in front of everyone. You've clearly broken the rules and you are continuing to do so. Just I, not on camera. I actually camera. think at this point she is sober. No, she was not because I have friends. I heard... Word on the street is that after her cabaret shows, there was an after party and then there was a private after party and drinks were flowing and drinks were being sipped in the privacy of a group of maybe 10 to 12. And it was a very private after show. And did Lou have a drink? And Lou participated. And what date was this? This was back when she was at Caroline's. Way back when she was starting the cabaret, right after the whole situation happened. Right Right after she got on probation. This has been going on for an extended period of time. Right, which she mentions. That's mentioned, though. Yeah. She didn't start her sobriety kick until, like, August or something. But she was supposed to be sober because of her deal. Her plea deal and her probation. Right, but she had to isn't be sober. that kind of mentioned on the show that she everyone is up? Everyone is, like, saying it. But, like... Yeah. Because the show starts off this season with her saying that she's, like, 50 days sober. When was Caroline's? Who knows? But I think she's lying about timelines. I don't think she's being upfront about this. But um, Ramona and Luann end up talking because Luann has distanced herself from the group because after last night, she doesn't feel like she could be around these women. And Luann thinks they're not supporting, supporting her and they're just like hiding behind the countess insult because she's like a diva. And she's like, no one's happy for my success. Like, that's what it is. Like, they're all jealous, essentially, is what she's trying to say. And Ramona's like... No, like everyone's proud of you. Like you turned your life around and she's like, but 
you're kind of on this high horse, essentially. Right. They are definitely proud of Luann for getting to this point because she was at a super low point. I mean, she still is in my mind, but... Well, consider the revelations earlier in the season, right? That she was going to buy this $6 million home in upstate New York. Bethany saved her from that move. Mm -hmm. Uh, Her children were suing her. Like, I know you think Lou is at rock bottom, currently in but the she, show's no, timeline. But she was at rock bottom. She already sure. hit rock bottom. She, There's been a few bottoms of rocks that she's tumbled across. This this is a tough upward climb and a rocky one, but she is kind of trending in the right direction. She is. No, I agree. I so, think she is now. I think Ramona is, you know, being honest with her. Um, but at the same time, Lou is being crazy narcissistic, as Dorinda points out. And she has to get out of her own head. I don't know if it's sobriety, like general sobriety. I know you're saying she has her slip ups, but like maybe Lou being in this state of like, I need to take care of myself. I need to focus on myself. I need to do all these things to ensure, you know, like a proper state of mind. I don't know if that is kind of like making her a hyper narcissist, but she is being one. Yeah. And it's, it's really, you're right. Worse than ever. Well, she even is like everyone was checking up on Sonia no one checked up on me who's checking up on me and it's like who needs to check up on you Bethany went up and had her conversation with you everyone was way too drunk to want to deal with your stupidness and your divaness like you were fine like there was nothing like because your feelings were hurt people people needed to come check up on you you brought that on yourself honey like if right. you can't take it don't dish it and then Sonia and Luann had a talk because Luann is like, I want to ask Sonia to come to AA with me. I think she should come to a meeting with me. You know, I think she needs it. Like, okay, talk about deflection much. Like, this is literally Luann being like, I think Sonia also has a problem. Right. Uh, Which was kind of the crux of her issue with Dorinda the previous season. Mm -hmm. Because Dorinda felt like Luann was trying to, like, police her and her drinking kind of being on that rehab high and it's history repeating itself and i thought sonia had a great point that lou doesn't really care about sonia's sobriety you know yeah i I think you're right lou is kind of deflecting the attention off of her onto someone else and i loved sonia's line when she says all you have to do is touch me like this and look at me lou I read your mind. <laughs> but I mean, I think it was fair of Sonia to be upset because like, yeah, you know, Luann, like she said, Lu- Luann, if I said you were doing pills, you'd end up in jail. Like you can't just throw these accusations around that aren't true. And Sonia's like, well, Luann's like, well, you shouldn't be falling down and like, hit, like falling down and hitting tables. And she's like talking from the bitch who fell into a bush, like right. pot, pot, meat kettle. Like it's, it's Luann is so deluded at this point that it's it that I'm saying it's hard to watch because it's like you are so far up your own ass you're coming out your throat like it is like <laughs> insane yeah and we have to mention there is the housewives unspoken line that you don't cross you don't talk about another housewife's child mm-hmm. husbands are sometimes okay um but in terms of family you really Try not to touch family and especially children, but you also don't talk about drug use. Yes. That's like a forbidden area. 
And when that line gets crossed, it's a huge deal. That's why Sonya at one point says, um, you got to keep it tighter. You got to just bring me to the side and talk to me. Um, yeah. Because, you know, the breaking the fourth wall thing is that they are on camera. They are public personalities. And an accusation like that can hurt on so many different levels because, you know, some of them obviously have their own businesses. They have like business relationships. Mm -hmm. They have brands to maintain. And if you get a major accusation like this, then it could hurt the bottom line. It could hurt their pockets. Yeah. And that's that's where they don't want to go. So it's usually an unspoken line that you don't cross and Lou crossed it. So I think that was a huge element at play here. I agree. And I think that's why, you know, also Luann was kind of doing it was because this is a bigger story than any of my story would ever be. Right. Let's try to deflect, which was a hit and a miss. Oh, yeah. So the cast ends up kind of making up. Everyone, you know, is now like, okay, let's deal. Luann's like, I'll deal with you guys today to go to (laughs) see some art in the city. Get some good Miami. Soak in some culture. Like literally Luann thinks she's like the culture, like culturista of like every city. Like she knows the places to go and the people to see and the places to eat. To be fair, Bethany was also wanting to do that. True. Yeah, I but, think the whole cast, other than one person, wanted to do it. And that one person is Ramona, um, who literally goes to go meet a guy at a hotel. Does she even want to be on the cast anymore? Like, I don't know. This is the eighth or ninth time this season that she has not done a planned cast outing to go on a date with a guy. She will literally go to an event she'll go to a taping show up for five minutes put the mic on five minutes and be like i'm out see you guys this is big bsc like big scorpio energy like this bitch just needs to get it in whenever she can and she will literally leave her friends her family her everything behind to go get digged down how many days do you think they film over the course of three months a lot i bet you they film like at least two and a half weeks of every month 17 days, you're saying? Yeah. You think 17 days At least days a 15, month? I think. It doesn't seem that way to me. So you're saying there's like a lot of unaired footage. There's a ton of unaired footage because you think of like stuff like Angel Ball that doesn't make it in and there's other scenes that don't make it in and you have to film a ton to get enough because, I mean, you're only seeing like five minutes of hours and hours and hours of camera time. Right, but... For example, a trip like this is a few days and they're filming nonstop. I don't know. Okay, fine. Let's say it's like two weeks out of a month. Yeah. Can Ramona not go on these dates during the other two weeks? She's only in Miami once. She's not going to just fly out to go meet a man. She well, wants but this to... isn't a Miami issue. She went to Bethany's dinner for two minutes and left. Yeah, I don't know. She clearly has her own motivations this season. Tinsley and... Circus thing. Two minutes and left. She's like, I'm going to hit my commitments and I'm going to do the stuff that I need to do. I mean, she's just double booking for dates and it's annoying at this point. It really is. And Uh, she misses out big time. She misses out big time because basically everywhere that they go, they get free stuff. So they go to Luann's friend, Peter Tooney or Tunney. I don't even know. Remember? Yeah, but I guess he's like some like famous artist. I'm I'm sorry if you guys are big art fans. I'm not. I just don't know. I guess I'm uncultured. <laughs> like I I would love to know more about art. I really enjoy going to the Getty. 
the, you know, some like the museum of ice cream I went to. That was some cool <laughs> art. Um, but I have no idea who this Peter Tunney guy is. Um, but he gives them like really good stuff, like stuff that's like $5,000. Like, yeah. Like Tinsley gets that $5,000, like Campbell suit. Yeah. Purse. That was like amazing. And I love where she's like, Oh, I guess the girl still got it. He's like, <laughs> I want you to wear this to art Basel. Like it's so like the it girl needs to wear this and be photographed in it. Yeah, that was really cool. And then they go to uh, Bethany's friend Romero Brito's uh, studio and they all got signed pieces from him and each piece costs $20,000. And Ramona had one there for her, but they weren't going to bring it back for her. Yeah, she missed out. I loved that they did that because it was kind of like, there, now you see, you skip out, you miss great things. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the way it should be, Ramona, because you're being selfish. You should have gone and soaked in some culture with the rest of them. If you would have just put up with us for another two hours, you would have gotten $20,000. And actually, like those art galleries looked fun. Like, there I, were that's a lot something of I would totally pieces. do because yeah. that's like stuff you, it's like, I love going to like antique stores and like weird, like, you know, Stuff where you find like vintage stuff and like stuff that looks yeah. really crazy and different. And you can just spend hours in those places. I would have loved this. I want to go to Art Basel. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but I'm sure there's art. I don't know what the Basel part is. Is that like cooking? Like basil? <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. So it's like a cooking and art festival. <laughs> there you go. Into it. In Miami, <laughs> let's party. South Beach, let's go. Speaking of parties, Ramona threw a house party. I love Mario and I love Mario and Ramona together because they totally are like, mm, we're t- we, we could hook up, but we're not gonna. They were flirting so hard. They are in a like perpetual state of flirtation. They are constantly flirting. I feel like I just like am a natural flirt with everyone, but this is like next level. Like they were ready to just kick everyone out and get going on that kitchen counter. <laughs> I felt bad for her date. Was his name Kevin? Yeah, Kevin, the rum guy. Kevin the rum guy. I love when they have nicknames for these guys. Yeah. Kevin the rum guy. She's like, he has his own rum. I told him to bring some rum. And Mario's like, when do you drink it since when do you drink rum? Like, yeah. He could sniff it out. Yeah, he didn't he, even know the date was coming. He's like, something's off here. Something's off. Um, but Kevin the rum guy comes and Kevin the rum guy, I'm going to keep saying that, is like, is your ex-husband actually here? <laughs> Poor guy. That I'm, was horrifying. I mean, it would have been fine. I mean, you know... See, you're into the games. I'm not into the games. But you, yeah. but Ramona was playing like really weird mindfuck games that I'm not into. I forget who said it. I think it was Dorinda in her confessional who was like, I'm not sure if like Mario was, you know, mortified or petrified or this. Yeah, he was mortified. That was so uncomfortable. Yeah, but she was still giving him much more attention i feel it was totally a game because well well until ramona and kevin had their they had their own moment on the side which you know but mario knows that at the end of the day kevin might not be there tomorrow but he always will be and i liked how bethany was like kind of like celebrating their relationship and like saying how modern it is and how great that must be for them and avery to like be able to be so chill with each other just be friends and just be okay and you know let bygones be bygones. What was in the past is in the past. We have to move forward because say la vie, bitch. Yeah. You know, and I uh, know a lot of divorced parents, many of them. My parents are divorced too. I've seen every iteration 
this is easily the best iteration for them to be cool and cordial and be able to be in the same space. Some divorced parents can't be near each other, can't even be in the same room. Some can, but they're constantly bickering. I've seen every version of this and um, it could be insanely toxic. Yeah, it's it was really nice to see them as cool as they are because, I mean... Like, as much as she's annoying me this season, I've always got a spot for Ramona. Just like I'm railing on Lou, but like, at the end of the day, I gotta love Lou, but like, she bugs me this season. Of course. Everyone, you know me. I'll hate someone. You know me with Lou, and she's bugging me this season. You know, I'll hate someone one season and love them the next. Like, the Bethany. Because, like, two seasons ago, I was like, I hate Bethany. I'm Team Carol. Last season, you hated Bethany. Yeah, I mean, but you live and you learn. (laughs) Okay, so. And I bet, by the way, Bethany was reflecting on her own ex in this moment. Because her relationship with Jason is horrendous. That's because Jason is a psychopath. Right. No, I'm not saying it's Bethany's fault at all. She even, I think, said she wished she could have something like this. She did. Which would be nice for Bryn, but we all know that freaking Jason is going to be just the devil. Um, But speaking of ex-boyfriends, Tinsley breaks down again over Scott. I am so over Scott. I think she's going to kind of be done after this. I'm hoping. I feel like... This has to be the last mention. I mean, but it's her kind of thing. Like, and let her grieve, like, this relationship. Like, you know, it takes everyone their own time. I love that her sister's name's not Daphne, but Dabney. <laughs> D- like, Ramona's like, oh, your sister Daphne coming. She's like, Dabney? Yeah. <laughs> Ramona can't do names. That's she also BSE, big Scorpio energy, because you know me. I'm like, uh, it's good to see you again. Toonie, Tunny. Um, yeah, I'm so done with Scott. It's funny, actually. Uh, I was just rewatching Roni season seven, and it's the first season after Ramona and Mario get divorced. In fact, they are in the midst of divorce. And Ramona doesn't spend more than half a season on it. I mean, she always, every now and then, mentions Mario. But in terms of emotional breakdowns, but I guess she has one in Turks and Caicos. It happens here and there. They were married for 20 plus years together for over 25. Yeah, but- and from season eight on, it's single Ramona doing her thing. Tinsley is spending a whole season on Scott and they weren't even together for five days. But Ramona was also really, really big about keeping it all hush-hush and under the thing because when it got brought up at the reunion, she was, nope, I'm not talking about it. It was one of those things where she did not want to talk but about it on camera. But that was season camera. six re- uh, reunion, right? But still, she's she's not about letting her stuff that's like really that private air out. And that's so Ramona. So I think that's why we didn't see Ramona breaking down. I, I swear to you, we saw her cry those few times about it where she would be completely broken down. Yeah, like with Sonia one time, yeah. with Bethany. That was happening probably all the time off camera. Like, like you have to imagine. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. But Tinsley is aware she's on camera. Give us a different storyline. I mean, but sometimes you're, when you're drinking and you're in a place that reminds you of someone, the emotions come back. I mean. Or you have no other storyline. Who knows? I think I'm into the whole, this is the end of Scott and maybe being single for next season. But Tinsley has zero game and Bethany is even trying to like help her and Tinsley just like runs away from these men. She's like, I'm a loser and runs away. Yeah, she needs to work on it. Well, yeah, it's uh, come on, Tins. If you want a man, you got to get a man. I thought she was going to go for the Kennedy, but Luann was trying to get up all on the Kennedy. Of course. My favorite part of the party though, 
is when the cast pranks Ramona. Oh my God, this was great. <laughs> Do you want to set the scene, Eddie? So yeah, so basically Ramona has been acting like this Miami house is her castle since they got here. Shocker, she's in the master suite. So Dorinda's like, okay, I'm going to give a toast and pretend like, you know, it's like my house and I'm just going to like be the one who's like thanking everyone and she's doing the She's the host. Stuff. Yeah, she's the host with the most. And then she's like, oh, I'm also going to drop that. We got all this art for free and see how she reacts. First of all, when Ramona starts, or sorry, when Dorinda starts giving the speech, Ramona has to butt in every like two seconds. Every third line. Yeah. And she's like, mm-hmm, stunning, stunning, beautiful house. Like she's giving the speech with Dorinda like this was planned. Right. I was dying. And you could see her internally freaking out. And it's the funniest thing in the world because you know Ramona wants the spotlight. And this is almost like part two of the speech yes. from the charity event. Yes. <laughs> it's so great. Ugh, it was great. And then when they tell her that they got these like $20,000 like things, she's like, what? I'm devastated. Like, she's so upset. She's like, how can you not bring one back for me? And it's like, Ramona, you went on a date. I died when she was like, though, she was like, I brought Dorinda back crabs from the lobster." <laughs> From the lobster fest, I don't understand why you they didn't bring me back lobsters from, from the, the clam bake. Whatever she was like, yeah, the lobsters, and she's like, I can't believe they didn't bring me the art. Like, okay, first of all, Dorinda couldn't go because she was on like the outs with. She people. was uninvited. She was Dorinda uninvited. was uninvited, and you're bringing her food that was probably like what market price. But like that's crazy, Ramona. Like no one's gonna bring you. You, you missed out. If you, why would an artist give you something if you didn't even show up to support them and give them the screen time that they were, you know, basically paying you for? Yeah. That was a, that was a simple exchange of goods. Here, I'll give you this twenty thousand dollars sculpture. I get to appear on your show with you. Ramona didn't play the game. Look, Romero, Brito, uh, Peter, Tunney. I'm sure they're doing super fine. Uh, but it's a respect thing. Me, all you need is to be on the show, and then you'll get everything. <laughs> no, I just think it's a respect thing. You're not going to get the gift if you don't show up. If you don't show up, yeah. And it, it seemed like with Peter Tunney, it was a very spontaneous yes. decision to give them free stuff. Um, they were just going to visit the art gallery. Bethany actually offers to buy one at the beginning. She did buy it. She did buy it, right, for like ten thousand dollars. Yeah. So there was that, and I think he was just gracious, and you're right, he is on camera, so we thought, here's uh, some free gifts as a show of goodwill, this is nice, it's going to give me a nice moment, and Romero Brito, obviously that was planned with Bethany beforehand, um, but Ramona, you're not going to get the free gift if, if you don't go shake his hand, say hello, and visit his studio. Yeah, exactly. It's That's a part of the deal. But the but the ending of this episode. What's speaking great. of Ramona, yes. <laughs> so Ramona first introduces um, Mario to Kevin, which is so so awkward. And then Sonia butts in and tells Mario about Harry, and Mario actually seems like okay with it. He's upset. Although, yeah, you're right because he does incredulously say, "Seriously." He is kind of shocked, um, but he is trying to, you know, keep it cool. And then he asks Sonia if she's jealous because Sonia is clearly the one really, really hurt by it. Oh, yeah. She's like, but Harry loves me. <laughs> and he's like, are you jealous, Sonia? Um, but this is where it gets really funny. Dorinda comes in and she's like, poor Sonia. 
Everyone cross-pollinates. Everyone cross-pollinates. They cross-pollinate with Tom. Now they are cross-pollinating with Harry. And Dorinda turns to Mario and she's like, should we cross-pollinate? And Mario, without hesitation, goes, no, nobody, no. And Dorinda is so funny. She's like, boy, you said that very quickly, Mario. Very insulting. Wow, Mario. I'm not a loser. I love that. This, to me, is vintage Roni. It's just comedic. It's fun. But there's, like, real compelling shit happening. Like, the dynamics between all these people. Like, you have ex-lovers. You have, like, the cross-pollination. Exactly. You have, like, maybe a proposition. It's so good. It was so good to see, like, literally him back with the whole crew and, like... Them just joking and playing. I want I want Ramona and Mario to get back together. And part of me feels like this is the start of them rekindling their relationship. Even though maybe Ramona might not be back next season. But you'll have to make sure you're subscribed to us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify to get that information on This Week in Bravo, which comes out this weekend. This weekend on Patreon. On Patreon. And if you guys also... Want to follow us on social media? We're on Instagram and Twitter. Just search at Hot and Bravo, H O T and B R A V O D. I'm at Eddie underscore Strata, and we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>